You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Daniel Jones brings his team to the line. In his first playoff start, he played like a great player tonight. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And back to throw. Looks right, looks left. All right, here goes Times again from 47 yards to kick the Giants to the Super Bowl. Snap is good. Kick on its way. End over end. Does it have the distance? It is good. good. Lawrence Times has kicked the Giants to the Super Bowl after missing at the end of regulation. And Times runs into the tunnel to our right. And the New York Giants are going to Super Bowl 42. How does that song not get you jacked up, Giant fans? The House of Pain. It's the House of Pain. That was on Sunday, January 20, 2008. Some of the names, Brett Favre, not a good day. 19 out of 35, couple of picks. Uh, the Packers' run game was stagnant. That's being kind. 28 rushing yards. Giants had a buck 34. Uh, Plex, we all know he went bonkers, 11 catches for 151. Interesting, too. You know, you almost kind of forget this stuff. No sacks for the Giants mm-hmm. that game. Crazy. Yeah. Well, And only one sack in the Dallas game the yeah, week before. True. That was Strahan. And it's funny because that's how you look at those teams is, the, is their ability to get after the quarterback was the reason that they were able to beat the Patriots. That's why I bring it up, you know. 877-337-6666 is our number. What's happening, everybody? It's Tiki and Tierney on this Friday. And uh, let's get back to you. Today is all about you. Tony's in Bethel. What's happening, Tony? Hey, guys, what's up? Listen, I I read the Philadelphia Inquirer the other day, and it said, (laughs) Eagles get lucky. Avoid Tom Brady and avoid the Cowboys. Just the Giants coming into Philly. So they think we're we're a joke, like you guys said. No respect. Yeah. But two other things. I called you earlier this week about the whole Philly thing. You know, good thing George Washington doesn't need a bunch of farmers to go battle because the way people (laughs) called this week, about how oh, going to Philly, oh my gosh. I'm hoping a lot of uh, fans are going to be down there. My buddies are going down there, all wearing their blue Giants jerseys. They'll all be there. I hope a lot of people take your uh, take your word, guys, and they go down there. The other thing, Brandon, about the, the uh, Jet stuff. Yes. And uh, Tiki, you said, oh, the Tri-State love. Listen, we don't want any Jet fans rooting again in our parade. Why not? All right? Why not? Now, let me tell you why. Let me tell you. Tiki, I'll answer that question go for ahead. you. Rex Ryan, they covered up the uh, they covered up the Super Bowl trophies at the old stadium when we played them. You know, they paint the town green. It's our town now. Blah 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 blah. Nineteen eighty eight, Al Toon knocked us out of the playoffs. We hate the Jets. We don't want their fans rooting for us. Just sit there in misery. Hope you get a quarterback. <laughs> Stop. Hope you get a, okay, Stop. that's why. No and, hate and, yeah, today. And Joe Namath. 
Joe Namath made me throw up yesterday. You know what, Joe? <laughs> Sit back, have a, you know, have Otitos or whatever you're going to drink on Saturday night, Joe, and watch the Giants on our roll to the Super Bowl. All right, now, first of all, he's a recovering alcoholic, yeah. so I'm sure you know that. I know you have a little fun, so let's be fair to Joe. All yes. right, now, Tony, you're doing something that – that I wouldn't advise doing. Mm. I, I don't want to be that guy today. Get the ire of Jet fans. I don't want to bring out that negative Giants all energy. I, all I want is love, man. I don't. Try stay love. Now, you're not going to get it as much as you want, but I think we can still live in a, in a harmonious manner, and we can still move forward and, and navigate this in, in a very adult way. But when I, if I keep getting calls like that... Try stay love, man. The tone of this show is going to change. Try stay love. That's all I can say. I'm just saying. If you have hate and you're a Jet fan right now, you're irrelevant. So try stay love. That's all I'm saying. Try stay love. That's a big, that's a big zoo special. <laughs> just contributed with the House of Pain. Jump around. It's the House of Pain. <laughs> Let's get Brad in Williston Park. What's going on, Bradley? How are you? What's up, DC and Tiki? How are you? Uh, very excited for tomorrow night. I'll not be going to Philly. I'll be sitting on my couch screaming my butt off. Um, but there are two main things that I wanted to say about this game, and I think it goes with the last game that we played, especially because Hurts is not more than likely going to be the Hurts that we saw all season, the mm-hmm. MVP candidate. Yep. He's going to be 75 to 80%. So this is the way I see it. Giants stay in front of the sticks. No stupid penalties. Minimize possessions, make the Eagles earn everything they get tomorrow. Tomorrow, yep. And do not let them take off the top. Now I got to ask you a question about that last part. Yes, Dory Jackson shut down the best wide receiver in football. He had a lot of help. He had, him he had a lot down. of help though. A lot, a lot of help though. Brad. I get that. Understandable, understandable. But who, who is a Dory on tomorrow? And who do we let? Get yardage. Are we going to let the, Are we going to let Goddard get the ball twelve times and just tackle him when he gets it? Yeah. Well, and take AJ Brown or Devontae Smith out. Well, I, one? I think it's AJ Brown is the one you 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 fear most. I mean, he had almost fifteen hundred yards this season uh, receiving, and he is he is an intimidator. Like if you let him get cooking, it's it's really hard to. Uh, I don't know, manage slowing him down because he can he can high point balls, he can do all those type of things. So last week against Justin Jefferson, what they yes they put Adore Jackson on him primarily, but they also had Julian Love sitting in the middle of the field almost every single time he was past ten yards. So he was effectively doubled, and they, so they let T.J. Hawkinson do his thing, but they tackled and they gave up points. But when the Giants' offense is playing as well as it did against Minnesota, you can afford to play it safe, right? Um, that's going to be hard to do against the Eagles because the Giants aren't going to just move the ball up and down the field and score on five of seven possessions uh, against the Eagles. So the, the, it's going to be a mix of those things. It's a mix of, you know, doubling. Other times it's going to be, all right, whoever, DB, you got to hold up. Right? I, don't, I don't care what you got to do. You got to hold up because we're going after Jalen Hurts, who is physically a little bit compromised. He's not going to be the runner, so you're not going to have to play as many guys in the box. But you still got to keep an eye on them. Listen, I have no idea the way this game's going to start. Nobody does. I mean, mm-hmm. we could sit here and predict if this happens, if that happens. The bottom line, though, uh, the Giants could fumble the first possession. The Eagles can can muff the uh, the opening kick or the first punt. There could be some 70-yard gash play either way. Somebody could get hurt, God forbid. I, nobody knows. Yes. But I do know this. If And I said this to you the other day, and this is the thing that worries me about the game from the Giants' point of view. If this game mirrors the script of the Vikings, and I don't know that it will, mm-hmm. but if it does then I think the Giants are dead. 
Because if the Eagles, you know, stuff it down the Giants' throat, opening possession, they go up 7 nothing, and then the Giants get the ball, and they're trying to answer, they will not answer as easily against the Eagles as they did against the Vikings. I think that's just common sense. Vikings' defense is soft. It mm-hmm. stinks. The Eagles' defense is tough and stout, and it's good. So if that happens and the Giants don't answer with a touchdown, three spot, all right, you stabilize things. Yeah. Punt, Eagles score again, I think it's curtains. Well, that's that, what worries it, me. Well, now, I don't know that the I, Eagles will definitely it's, score the first it's, possession. It's funny. But if I, they do, that's bad. I felt like in week 14, that's what happened. And it was really the two scores. Like, the, the Eagles scored two really quick scores and it felt like, oh, there's just no way the Giants are coming back. Then they made another mistake, and it was mistake after mistake after mis- mistake. And they, the Giants' offense wasn't nearly the same offense. I mean, that was that they were in that little lull where Saquon was. I don't know if he was banged up, but oh, he, he was definitely he did banged. Have, the he did have the shoulder, no question. He was running more timid. I think Evan Neal was. Uh, he, he played in that game because Bellinger I he, was banged. He up. gave up a sack. Bellinger wasn't playing. They just weren't full strength like they are like, like they are now. But that being said, you're right. They can't allow this to be a two-score game in the first quarter, meaning down two scores in the first quarter, because it doesn't fit their style of winning. Yes. So protecting against that is probably the most important thing. But at the same time, you got to be aggressive. No question. So, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a fine balance, but I trust Dable. I really do, and I trust Wink. The Giants are in great hands. They yeah. are their coaches are incredible, and there's so many different things that they can do defensively. We saw a completely different, um, you know, methodology against the Minnesota Vikings than we've seen all season long. Offensively, we saw a lot more. Uh, let's call it 21 personnel with two running backs on the field. It wasn't necessarily a fullback, but it was Breda and, and Saquon on the field. I think it was 20% of the time. Almost 21% of their snaps were 21 personnel. Uh, one was 22 personnel. I was just looking at this one where if they hand the ball off to Saquon as opposed to handing it off on a jet sweep to Breda, he's hitting his head on the goalpost because it's man coverage and there's nobody on Saquon. So uh, there are things that Mike Kafka is going to do that will make the Eagles have to think about how they're going to defend this Giants team. All right. Steve's in Manhattan. He's on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. Steve-O, what's going on, buddy? Good morning, fellas. How are we doing? What's up? Hey, Steve. Last, last time I talked to you, I was on a guy's trip to Nashville for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, I remember that. That's, I a, remember that's a long time ago. <laughs> I remember that call. I told you my daughters, are, my daughters are at Auburn now. Yeah, right? that's right. That's right. Nice. So any, anyway, the Jet Giant thing is very annoying. Like, I grew up in downtown Manhattan, and, you know, all we pretty much do is bust balls all the time. Yes. And all my friends are Jet fans. The Jets are very hard to like. And let me tell you something. Back when uh, Rex was the coach and they were in the AFC Championship games, you wanted to like the team. Yeah. But you get the likes of people uh, like uh, the, your redheaded afternoon buddy there that just annoyed the crap out of Come on. Evan's a great Jets fan. He's, it, it, oh, I don't, it, it, I don't it, see him it, that way. But is he also giant but, hating? That's, that's no, the question. He does not hate well, on the Giants. No way. And that's all we care about. He doesn't. I got to stand well, up for him. Try state of love. Try state of love. Listen, all the guys from the neighborhood are Jet fans, and they just chirp all the time. When Mike White like was coming back from an injury, it was like it was like the second coming. Uh, like like it was unbelievable. Like, yeah, guys, but Steve, that's okay. But Steve, that's okay. Let them let them have that. I'll tell you, the Giant fans, us Giant fans. I- I'm going to tell you right now. I chirp. I got a big mouth, but Giant fans <laughs> don't chirp. They they quiet. I'm. I'm Nothing like the Jet fans. That's the difference. Let me, let me, hold on, Steve. Now, listen, uh, every fan base has a bunch of knuckleheads. I get that, mm-hmm. right? Here's why a lot of Jet fans chirp. For those Jet fans that do chirp, you want to know the reason why? I'm going to tell you. Sure. 
Insecurity. Like mm. Insecurity. It's that simple. Feel sorry for us. Pity us. Thank you, Steve. Pity us. I don't pity you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not, you, I'm not think, really a chirper when it comes to that. I think you're on more, mostly on the come. You just got to figure out your quarterback. No, no, I get that. Listen, the bottom line, though, like... I just want you to root for us. Oh, I, well, I... I Try I, staying I, in love. But see, root's the wrong word. Okay, I what's, I, what's I, the I right word, then? Wordsmith? English major? Okay, I'm going to... Uh, broadcaster? Let, let that marinate for a moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, because root just implies too much, like, oh, I'm going to be sitting there, go Giants, woo <laughs> That's fake. That's phony. Send, Nobody wants send that. Send positive Nobody energy into that. the giant verse. How about see, into to the me, giant verse? You it, like to, that, Zoo? It, it's mm. it's not. What, what's the saying that Zoo came up with? A, a all love tri state of love. See, to me, it's better. No hate tri state. Oh, uh. there we go. No trait. No, no, no. No trait. No hate tri state. Yeah, but because that's, that's better than yeah, you but can't be but a that's, phony. But that's calling out the negative. No, I'm saying I'm reinforcing don't hate, but you don't have to root. And you don't have to abandon. Nobody's listen, this is getting this conversation's getting stupid. Mm. Jet fans aren't rooting for the Giants. No hate in the tri state. All we're saying is don't hate mm. on them. Listen, take at the end of the day, here's the mm. bottom line. I've got, and you know this, but I've got absolutely not a speck of emotional connection to the Giants. If they win, I feel nothing. I feel insulted. If they, you shouldn't. If they lose, I feel nothing. But what I have an inordinate amount of connection to, a real connection to, is many, many great Giants fans. Mm -hmm. So for that, so support them, respect them, give them I, love. I, I am. Give them love. When they win, you give them love. Tri-state of love. No hate in the tri-state. That's better. Mine's better. Leave it to me to come up with a better slogan. Nah, yours nah. is a little corny. Try state of love. Yeah. Man. Try state of love. What's yours again? Try state of love. Uh, Zoo, come on. It's no comparison. I mean, I think no we should put it up to Twitter audience and yes. see what they say. Put it yeah. out there. Go ahead. We know who's going to win this one. It ain't me. Eddie's in Brooklyn. Eddie, how are you today, buddy? What's going on? You're going to get all hate from Jeff fans. Doing? That's what's going to happen. What's Eddie? up, Eddie? What's, all, what's going on? All's good. How you guys doing? I want to pull all this Jets Giants drama to rest, man. Go ahead. I'm a diehard Giants fan. Love it. I went to the Super Bowl in uh, in Arizona. It's the best game of my life. <laughs> yeah, okay? that was the 11 one. That was that was. Oh, no, that was the seven. I'm, that was I'm the seven. I'm planning on going to Arizona again this year. Yes. If if we go to the Super Bowl and we are, because we're going to destroy Jalen Hurts. Good. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get past the 49ers. Speaking and we're gonna facts. The Speaking facts. Go ahead. <laughs> I hear <Okay>. you. <laughs> Yeah, understand. And uh, also, I want to say is I'm a Giants fan to heart. You know, you know what I mean. But yeah. if the Jets were in our position, I'd be rooting for the Jets. Why would? Thank I? you, Eddie. Thank Why you. wouldn't I? Especially I'm if we New were York. already out I'm of it. I'm from New York. Why wouldn't I root for a New York team? That's exactly my point. Mm. Show the love. Show the love there's, there's, for the Tri-State fans. There's Jets fans that are obviously butthurt, okay, because they see us always going to the, you know, to the playoffs, the Super Bowl, and stuff like that. But there's also like I'm a Yankees fan as well. There's no more. There's no team. That I hate the most, other than the Mets. Mm. All they do is just talk crap about the Yankees all day long. The fans do. All these fans. The, the fans, fans do. Yeah, of course, the fans. Baseball's a and different. I just Base don't know why. Baseball's I don't know why. I don't baseball's different. Jealousy. If the, Mets, if the Mets won as many World Series as the Yankees, 
I'd root for the Mets, too. Eddie, let me simplify this for everybody. This is really getting ridiculous. Thanks for the call. Thank Have you, a great time. Good luck to you guys on Saturday, no doubt. But this is getting stupid now. Mm-hmm. I cannot allow this to hijack the show. This is about the Giants. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll do the I'll do the Jersey thing, or I won't do it at noon. We'll take care of that. I'll either man up or I'll find some creative way to get away. I'll get out of this stupid uh, position I put myself in. But we're not doing the next two and a half hours talking about Jet fans or Giant fans. That's, that, that is a bit that I have no interest in. The bottom line is this. Met fans have a have an issue historically against the Yankees because Met fans are jealous. Bottom line. Jet fans, if they do have an issue toward the Giants, historically, it's because we're jealous. Mm. Nothing less, nothing more. That's it. Show love. Problem solved. Love in the tri-state. Let's get uh, Harvey and Dick Sills. What's happening, Harvey? How are you? Harvey. What's up, uh, Harvey? Can the Giants beat the Eagles? First of all, I hate the Eagles for, for uh, the, what they did in uh, cheated the Giants out of the playoffs and Washington went to the playoffs. That's right off the bat. I never hated the team before. Mm-hmm. I think they can beat the Eagles last week. I, for years, I've been game planning, and last week it worked out uh, that uh, they had to do something different. Uh, you know, I felt that the uh, that the Mondale had his blitzing and uh, Jones had his running and Bargain had his running. Uh, but they had to get more points. They have to score points, and offense was the thing to do, and they need to challenge the defensive backfield. They beat they beat the Vikings. Okay, now what's going to happen with the Eagles? Uh, you can't do the same thing with the Eagles that you did with the Vikings, okay? Mm-hmm. And I do believe they did the same principle holds, that you have to challenge the, the defensive backfield of the Eagles. You know, they have Bradbury's very good. And they need to do they – have, they have to win the trenches, the defensive line and the offensive line, uh, to help their running game and passing game, start with the running game and then the passing game, and have balance. I think that's the key: is having balance in this game and and coming up with their schemes and coming up with more offense. I think I think they can beat the Eagles. Yeah. I really do, based on uh, the the plan that I hope will work. Do you have any other opinions about well, that? Well, and it's Thank interesting. You, Appreciate your call, Harvey. The game, bud. So last week, you know, Wink Martindale, we keep hearing this. Wink didn't blitz as much last week. He played, you know, big shell. Sometimes it was four, sometimes it was two, sometimes it was six, which is four to the strong side, two to the weak side. All right, so he did all these different things that felt like zone last week. So why did he do that? Because, one, he didn't want the Minnesota Vikings to score quickly. So throw in front of us, we're going to tackle you. Tackle you. We're going to make you have these long, sustained drives. Yes, you may score, but we have so much confidence that we can also score that we're not worried about you scoring. And the reason you do that is because it limits possessions, right? If you let the if you had, if they had let Minnesota have these shots every you know two or three series where they score in two plays and seventy yards, the Giants aren't keeping up. But if you if you force Minnesota to just get methodical going down the field and get impatient and maybe one or two of those possessions they have to punt, the Giants now have the advantage. So it's like this it's this symbiotic thing between the offense and the defense. It's going to be harder against the Philadelphia Eagles because you're not you're not so confident that the Giants are going to go score. But at the same time, you got to force the issue with Jalen Hurts. What makes him so good is his ability to scramble, escape, and kill you with his legs. I think that side of Jalen Hurts is a little bit compromised right now. Mm-hmm. And so if you're Wink, your focus isn't on you know necessarily the drive length or the possessions. It's how do we make Jalen Hurts uncomfortable. And if you do, that's how you gain the edge. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
takes the snap. Back to throw. Under pressure. Avoids the rush. And he's going to fight out of it. Still fights out of it. Now throws it deep downfield. Wide open Tyree who makes the catch. At the 23-yard line. What a play by Manning. He eluded three sacks. He runs up to Mike Carey and calls a timeout. And what a catch by Tyree with 58 seconds to go. No real description necessary for that old-timer. Wow. 11.27 on the Fantique in Tierney Show. I will tell you one quick thing about this. So, <laughs> gee, I looked busy a million years ago. Mm-hmm. And this does not necessarily reflect well on uh, things of the past here, but not not my fault. So I'm doing a show that night, right? I was told by my old station, you're on the air after the Giants Super Bowl. Okay. I'm like, awesome, let's go. I was still doing the weekday show, but the, yeah, I'll go on the air, let's go. And I, we also had a station event at the ESPN Zone. Or like a watch party. I remember the ESPN Zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the lack of confidence in my old station that the Giants would win was so low, right, that they said, don't even go to the appearance. Just hang out in studio, watch the game, get ready to go on the air. Get out of here. I swear to God. So I'm sitting (laughs) there. This was seven? It's 2007. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the studio, at our, the old studio with two Penn Plaza, and I get a call Frant. I'm not going to tell you from who. Yeah. Dude, you got to get to the ESPN Zone Giants. Gonna, I'm like, yeah, that's why I told you all week I should be there in case. No one thought. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They were winning that game. Nobody. Yeah, it's true. That was one of the all-time, absolute, incomparable New York sporting moments right there. That is on the short list of incredible stuff. Oh, you're right. And we've had some incredible stuff. Yeah, I mean, we really have. I was at that game. I was, I was covering it for NBC. I t- I've told you the story. And I just remember that last drive. 
It could have been over. The last the Giants drive could have been over so many times. Bad throws, dropped interceptions, the whole David Tyree immaculate catch. Not really the immaculate catch, but whatever. The his helmet catch, all that stuff was it was improbable. Like it just doesn't happen that many things go your way that easily could have went the other way. Like easily yep. could have went the other way. No, for sure. They all fell in favor for the Giants. Now unlike awesome. Tika, unlike some of the other highlights we played, like the Tampa win, the Cowboys win. Uh, the, oh, actually, all of them. The Packers win. Giants actually got Brady five times that night. That's where the D oh, yeah. line was pinning oh, that back was the difference. and crushing them. That was the difference. Tom Brady felt uncomfortable because let's not forget, um, Randy Moss was also on this team. Randy Moss had what twenty touchdown catches that season. I, he, I mean, he was. They were elite that year as a as a quarterback wide receiver combination. I believe that Tom Brady set the NFL record that season. He did. In fact, he had no. He had twenty three. 23 touchdown receptions. He burned Revis on one of them. Yeah. Revis pulled his hamstring. The one-handed catch. I was at the game. Yeah. Revis pulled his hamstring. I I remember that. Uh Uh-huh. 23 regular season touchdowns. And he he had had one against the Giants at the Super Bowl, but only, I don't know how many targets, five receptions for 62, and the entire Giants coaching staff would have signed up for that before the game. No doubt. Five catches, 62 for one yard. Oh, here it is. 12 targets. Not even a good percentage. Mm -mm. Less than half. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. Frank is up in White Plains. What's going on, Frankie? What's happening, Frank? Uh, no, you guys could laugh in my accent, but I, just li- I want you to hear me out, okay? Go ahead. Number one, Tiki, just say it, man. I love you so much all my life. Say it. Giants going to win. That's it. I already said it. it. I, I started the show, said the Giants are win. I gave you a score. One possession That's game, it. 27-24. Okay, now. Hear me out. This is something is very important to me that you guys hear me out. Fifteen years ago, my wife was very sick, which she never survived. And I watched the Super Bowl in the hospital with her. Mm. And and she was very, very sick. She died just week after Super Bowl. And and I said to her, Maria, listen, can I put the voice up? I want to watch the Super Bowl because I stayed with her in the hospital. Honest with God, this is a true story. I believe you. Keep going. We believe you. And and she said, Frank, just to watch it and do anything you want because they're going to win for you. (laughs) And they're going to go to, and now they're going to go to Super Bowl. Okay? They're going to go to Super Bowl this year too. I don't care. You know something? I don't care what Philadelphia they're going to do. They're going to score. The last one, last, they're going to buy one score. It's not going to be blowout. Don't, hey, I don't want to overreact now to this, you know, to carry on with myself. But this this is going to be a tough game. But they're going to win, and they are going to go to Super Bowl. Yeah, I hope so. From your from your mouth to the Giants' Love fears you ears. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, Frank. Frank. Yeah, let's it, let's hope that happens, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. I mean, Forget about Joe Namath calling me, telling me to put the jersey on. I mean, that's Frankie from Westchester. I mean, that, that kind of call is going to make me put the jersey on. Yeah, there it is. Wow. There it is. His dying wife in a hospital. Yeah. And then the move. And yeah. it happened for him. And listen, this is what sports does. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's real. What is, what, what is it? It's, if you it's, really, it's a deviation from the hard things that hit us every day in life. Oh, of course. That's really what sport represents. And but then you get these connecting moments where... Yeah, and it feels irrational in, at, at times. And in fact, when you go revisit it and you re-talk about it, it's like, God, that just doesn't make any sense. But it does. Yes, it does. No question about it. Let's get uh, Jay in Freeport. Jay, what's happening? What up, boys? How you doing? Jay, hey, Jay. What's up, Jay? 
Good. Listen, sorry. Last time you told me I was sleeping because you couldn't hear me. I by mistake muted myself. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's, all it's all good. It's all good. I'm so excited. Kiki, I'm with you 100%. And this is feels like both times going back to the Super Bowls, like the last two times. Like something happened each time that we uh, made it there, whether it was a catch on the helmet or the fact that New Orleans was a, a powerhouse that year and kicked our butt in one of the years, and San Francisco beat them, and then Ken Giddon dropped it, and then we had to get there. I really feel strong. And let's not forget, Daniel Jones is coming to his own. He's coming to his own in, in such a powerful way. This is not the same quarterback that they saw the first time around. No, it's right. It's not even close to it. And you're talking about make uncomfortable – when they made Brady, I believe in that game, and you were talking about what did Brady set records. I think Brady and Moore set records. They did. They definitely like, did. It was the combo. They definitely something did. Something like that. I think he. I think he and threw I, for fifty touchdowns. 50, maybe right. Exactly. Right at fifty, and Brady Moss had almost half of them. Exactly. Exactly. I can remember him going down the line. He he went down the line actually when we played him in that second. Uh, it was the last game of the year. Yep. And and we and it was like some phantom weird call in the middle against Thomas uh, that that blew it for us whatever it was, but we we got him back in the end and it doesn't really <laughs> matter. But I promise you this, and this is really where 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 I really believe that speech in the beginning that the coach is going to give because when Brady was uncomfortable, I believe Tuck had ten tackles, two sacks, and and like. I don't know, hit the quarterback five times in that game. Go check those records, too. I'm pretty sure they're close. And following that call, by the way, was very tough. And you remember what I told you. This year was tough for me, and I thank you because I went through cancer, and I beat cancer, and I yep. listen to you guys every day. Yep. And this is a big one for me, too. And so, so to that man, Frank, God bless you, and I really believe it. But this coach is like a general in war, <laughs> and I promise you he's going to lay down a speech that's going to make these guys play on levels that they've never played. And if I could just really yeah. quick, and I, I, don't, I know there's a lot of people Talk about Philadelphia fans. The very first game I've ever brought my son to, not football. I don't bring my kids to football games. I think that's ridiculous. But I, I, when I brought him to a Mets game, it was against it was against the Phillies. And there was a Philly fan, and he was going off out of the mouth, and he just kept going and going. And someone ripped his jersey off, and they were throwing it around like a beach ball. <laughs> and my son said, what is that? What are they doing? I said, well, that's a Philly fan. They're throwing around his jersey, in it, and he was five. And he goes, "Good, they don't even belong here." <laughs> so, oh, you got him traded let's early, go, Jay. Man, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I hear I you. Love you guys. Thank you, Jay. Love you too, buddy. I appreciate Have a it. Good time. Enjoy the game. Tick, I got a question for you. Yes, I'm gonna make this very specific. Let's say the Eagles win the coin toss. Mm-hmm. They defer. Okay. Giants get the ball. Fourth and one. Giants own thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. Are they punting or are they going for it? Punting. No hesitation? Yep. Not even thinking about it yet. Really? Yeah, you don't want to give the Eagles a short field. Again, it's managing possessions. Make them drive. Make them feel uncomfortable. We have a bomber as a as a punter, Jamie Gillen. Save for the fake punt or whatever, the, the non-punt that <laughs> cost us. No, no. But think about if you get the yard. <laughs> you get the yard. First yeah, down. I mean. Giants at the 40. By the way, tick, tick, the yard, tick, tick. a yard is nothing anymore. 
because teams line up. You started to see this recently. They line up basically in the in the you know the kill the clock formation. You know, quarterback under center, both running backs right behind them, and then they just push. It's almost impossible to stop fourth and one if you do that. Okay, so do it. I, I, it's just not worth the risk. Mm, it's not worth I the risk. I think it might be, but right, we'll see. I don't even know what's going to happen. I was just curious what you thought. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Odell Beckham Jr. made the catch Ridiculous. with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Back to throw. Looks right, looks left, middle of the field, high post, and it's good for the touchdown. Bobble with Jimmy Contrick. Mario Manningham with the touchdown. Ah, at this point, the Giants are season champions. Nobody's surprised by this. A couple of years before that, they bagged the Pats. This was just going to be roadkill. Although, nobody saw the Falcons scoring just two points that day. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was January 8th, 2012, Eli to Manningham. Now, three touchdowns, no picks, Eli. Uh, 31 carries, Giants ran the heck out of it for a buck 75. Hakeem Nix, he had two touchdowns, six for 115. It's crazy, too, because you know the Giants started 6-2 and two that year. They lost four straight, and then they won three of four, one of which was against the Jets. They finished 9-7. Mm-hmm. and seven. Yep. You know, and you're like, all right, we're good, we... We won a couple of years ago. Well, some of the same players, some different. But I don't know. Was was the expectation a championship? I don't think so. I, I think, think I so think either. the eleven one was more improbable because the, the the usual suspects weren't there. Like Plaxico wasn't there. I know the offensive line had changed a little bit. I forgot who started at center because O'Hara wasn't on the second one. Deal was still there, obviously. Deal was there. Yep. Snee was still there. Kareem wasn't still there. McKenzie wasn't there. So I mean, it was just different. Like the. Even the wide receiving group, you know, Victor Cruz, nobody thought Victor Cruz was going to turn into the, the the star, you know, little legend that he turned out to be. Nobody thought that at the beginning of the season. So I, I think the 07 season where they won 10 games, you could have you could have seen it, right, because the team was still good. They ran for over 2,000 yards. Eli was coming into his own. The defense was elite. The 11 one was the one that kind of caught people by surprise. I mm-hmm. think. All right. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney here on The Fan All In coming up at 12. And uh, maybe, you got uh, something else at 12, too. Maybe a little something else coming up at 12. Yeah. Uh, how do you get the, uh, get the body right? You'll shed it contractually, nope, guaranteed. that's not it. Huh. Do me a favor. I am not. Wear a Giants jersey. Wear your Giants jersey tomorrow. Are you crazy? Okay, bring in your Giants jersey. I'll wear it. No way you'll wear it. I'll wear it for you. You're a Jet fan. I'll wear it for my Giants fans. You're going to wear a Giants jersey tomorrow. I want the Giants to win. Ten minutes. What do you got? Twelve, actually. It's 11.48. Listen. Don't make this. For me, with what I might have to do, every minute counts. You need every minute. (laughs) To get my bearings here. Did you talk to Colt about this at all? I did. I did, actually. And what did he say? His first reaction was, he looked at me quizzically like, you're going to do what if you're going to do it? <laughs> My wife told him. She's like, you hear what daddy got himself into on the radio? That's exactly how it went down last night. Uh, he was a little little concerned. Let's put it that way. A little concerned. If you missed it, Joe Namath called yesterday. And Joe, <laughs> Joe said, put it on. Put it on. But Ningo said, don't. The other Joe said, put it on. 
which Joe do you listen to more? Well, we'll have to find that at noon. We'll have to find that at noon. That's coming up a little bit. Um, you know, let me let me throw this out there as well. I'm sure some of you have seen this. This is not about the Giants, not about the uh, the Jersey thing. This is about uh, somebody that you all know for sure if you've listened to the fan uh, for any amount of time, as you all have, going back to 1987. Uh, this actually goes back to the early 90s, 1993. So Sweeney, I'm not talking out of school, Sweeney posted this, Sweeney Murdy, uh, about 58 minutes ago. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's far too lengthy. But he said, so I have some news. Today's my last day at WFAN. Mm. And he ran through how 22 years, it's the highlight of his of his professional adult life for sure, uh, how it was always a dream. I'm just trying to quickly encapsulate what he said and what he wrote. I, I, I'll tell you this. So, you know, you know I grew up on the station, Teague, right? You were down in Virginia. I grew up here. And, and I love Sweeney. I got to know him a lot this year because we had him on the show a lot. But I used to bump into him here and there, and I always had great respect for him. We battled a few times on the air. Mm -hmm. But you have to understand, when he took the job to cover the Yankees, going back to 1993, you're talking about Mattingly, obviously. You're talking about Danny Tartable. Mm -hmm. You're talking about Jimmy Key. And you're talking about names of the past. So he went from Mattingly to Judge. And he did so with really... Incredible class. And we talk a lot about how certain people, certain things really become a soundtrack for our amazing New York sports scene. He was a big part of that. Some of the battles that he had, well, I mean, it was really one way because Francesca would push him around. But (laughs) some of the battles that he had with with Mike uh, were epic. And shout out to Sweeney. I know he's got great, great things coming up. But he is a great person. He's one of the best people in our industry. I thought he did a phenomenal job for our station. Phenomenal job uh, as the liaison to us for and from the Yankees. So uh, a lot of respect to Sweeney as yeah. a person and as a, as a broadcaster. He'll, he'll land somewhere like because him. he's so talented. And, you know, we'll miss him, obviously, here. Um, but can't wish anything but best in his future. And look forward to finding him wherever he is. Uh, it won't at. be hard to find him. He's yeah. going to pop up. Yeah, for sure. If you want to hit him up yourself at Sweeney Murdy, go show him a little love there. I'm sure he would appreciate that. It's all good. He's got good things lined up, but 30 years, you don't just brush that under the rug. I mean, that is awesome. That is quite the accomplishment. Very, very job. A very, very uh, good job. Well, uh, job well done there, Sweeney. Good work, bud. All right, let's get back to the calls here. I just want to make sure we got that. Let's get Mark in the Clark, New Jersey. Mark, what's happening? Guys, what's up? Good morning. What's yeah. happening, Mark? Listen, I, to, the keys to the Giants for me are going to be the running game. Last week, Saquon did not run the ball enough. I know it's a different game plan against the Vikings, but he's got to get the ball at least 30 times this game, set up the play action for, for Jones uh, to keep these receivers open because if they rely on a throwing game, uh, they, they are going to get beat by this team. I mean, I got to tell you, though, Daniel Jones can set up the play action himself. I mean, he, he well, had 17 carries last weekend. And it's not going to no, be that easy, that. obviously, think, against the Eagles. But, uh, you know, Minnesota was compromised. We all know that. But I wouldn't – I mean, Saquon has to be a big part because it controls the pass rush. But I, I I think they just they got to be variable. They got to keep this de- this Eagles defense guessing. It can't be this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do it to you till they stop us. Right? There's certain right. mentalities. I mean, you know this from watching football all the, all the years, Mark. Sometimes it's just like, all right, stop us. We're gonna we you know what we're running. We know what we're running. Stop us. I don't think the Giants are gonna take that approach this weekend. Right. I, I mean, it's it, the other thing too is is. Daniel Jones obviously good with his legs. I mean, he can run, and that's that's going to be a big part. But I I just don't think we can rely on that, you know, for 
for the whole game. Um, it, oh, I agree. It, it, I agree. It's, it's something that worries me. But like I said, if we can get that play action going, we can open up James. We can open up Hodgins. I mean, I just think that that's 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 the way to go into this. I'm not, there not, you go. You're not wrong. On the record, not wrong. Look, I yeah. think I think Daniel Jones is just playing at a different level. And he doesn't feel like early, even earlier in the year, you'd go into a game and be like, "All right, I, I think he's going to be good." I think he's going to do things right that I just don't know. No, Giant fans didn't fully trust him. Well, now, I understand. But now I feel like you go into a game, you're like, yeah, right, Daniel Jones is going to be perfect. I also agree with that. So he's earned the trust the hard way. He's earned it. He's earned it. What Respect. a different 17, no, I guess 18 games have made. How about Sharif up in Westchester on the Fantique and Tierney? Sharif, what's going on? What's up, Sharif? Hey, guys. Um, great great to be on the show. Tiki, long, long-time fan of yours. Thank you, man. I have a different take on this Jets fans for Giants. Okay. I, I'm over 40, and I'm a Yankee fan, die hard, long, all my life, and an all, all-time all Jets fan. I think the Giants have slayed the Jets' beast over and over again, and this is just another occasion of it. So the hardest I ever rooted in a football game, other than the Jets beating the Patriots in 2011, mm was the Giants beating the undefeated Patriots. <laughs> it meant more to me to see the Patriots lose. That's interesting. And the team that did it was the Giants. Yeah. That's a fair. I, I, I felt the same I, way. I respect it. And, he, and, here's, and here's another one. The Jets have never, never beaten the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, not once. Yeah, we ever. talked about that the other day. It's crazy. So it's the Giants that are doing the dirty work for the Jets. As a Yankee fan, I've seen a lot of success. But as a Jets fan, I've seen a lot of epic failure. And I think, and no disrespect to Jets, Mets fans, those guys that have just seen lots of epic failure, you know, except for 86, those fans have a bitterness about them where they cannot respect or appreciate somebody or or a team that wins. Yeah. That's interesting. My appreciation Hmm. for winning, watching the Yankees for so long. Yeah. I can appreciate class organizations. Oh, that makes sense. You know, that makes sense, Sharif. Good call, Sharif. Yeah, that is a good call. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. We clipped you. We to. We've got to go to break anyways. But I mean, that's listen, interesting. I never thought about it that yeah, way. Yeah, I think that's a very sensible way to look at it. At the end of the day, guys, the Jet fan is is no threat to anything of import here in the city. Mm-hmm. We just wallow in our own misery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Well, some are a little bit more vocal about it than yeah. others. But we really, we just, we just want to get on with life and maybe stumble upon success at one point. I admit, maybe not all Jet fans will do it. I admit, I'm envious of the Giants. I wish I was a Giants fan. I got no problem saying it. But I'm not. I'm a Jets fan. And I've also never put on a Giants jersey in my life. <laughs> Until today. Uh, well, it's not done yet. I don't know. Do you think I'm going to do it? Of course. Honestly, you what's your of, opinion? Of course you're not going to do it. There's no way you're doing it. You're a Jet fan. Huff, what do you think I'm going to do? What I think you should do? No. What do you think I'm going to do? I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I think you. I think you put it on. Is that also in line with what you think I should do? Or is that different? I think you should put it on. But, okay. I, but here's the, there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. There's me as an evil person. There's a reason why I'd put the giant jersey on. You as an evil person? Yes. Why? Okay. So you're going to hold it against them forever? Well, the negative juju for the for the Jets fan. <laughs> this is your way of getting back me with the whole Mets thing. I Listen, I know this is not the time for negative energy, but I'm just keeping it real. Okay, Carlos yeah. Correa. Keeping it real. That's what's up. <laughs> um, Zoo, you think I'm going to put it on? Uh, bro, I'm kind of lost right now. I don't really know what to feel, but I'm I'm 
I'm positive, or not positively, I'm optimistic that you're going to put it on. Okay. All right. Well, Maybe we, not optimistic, the right word. I think you will. I got you. We will get some resolution to this uh, situation that I have bestowed upon myself like an idiot. Uh, and we'll get that coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 